Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Wednesday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Euro Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, today's the day for G-Dog Southgate's three Lions as they take on the Danish Denmarks at Euro 2020. The winners, of course, will play Italy in the final on Sunday. More on that shortly. But first, we start with the build-up to England against the Great Danes. Not dogs, that's there, doesn't matter, at Wembley. The game, of course, is live on TalkSport tonight. Here's Gareth Southgate, the gaffer of England, with words falling out of his mouth. It's not about what it is for me, it's about what it is for the players, all of the staff, and um, and for our country. So we don't have as good a football history as uh, we like to believe sometimes, and um, these players are, are making massive strides and breaking barriers all the time. And we've broken barriers in this tournament, and we have another opportunity to do that tomorrow. We've never been to a, a European Championship final, so we can be the first, which is really exciting for everybody. It's another chance! Oh, it's in! Croatia go 2-1 out with Mario Mandzukic! England looks stony-faced. They've got 12 minutes to save their World Cup campaign. They now are way ahead of where they were in Russia in, in terms of that. Of course, that doesn't mean we're guaranteed to win because football is football, but it means that we feel less emotional perhaps about this game. We're totally focused on it as we were before. But the level of excitement and expectation is, is different for us. We feel that you know, we wouldn't be satisfied with, with going home after tomorrow's game and uh, the disappointment would be far greater. Equally, we have more belief that we can um, handle these sorts of occasions because we've been through far more of them. On now to the skipper, Harold Kane. And towards the left-hand side, chipped in by Shaw. There is goal number three. Harry Kane again! Great options all over the pits. Uh, we've got great competition for places all over the pits. So it gives the, the manager a great headache to have. And uh, whoever's called upon on the day will, will go out there and do a job for the team. So, I mean, like I said before, the tournament, we have a, a very strong squad. But it's about performing on, on the match days. And obviously, there's a lot of talk going into this semi final. And uh, it's a chance for us to obviously go one step further than what we did in Russia in 2018. So it's a great opportunity for us to go and, go and achieve that. be particularly aware of the phrase it's coming home now what would it mean to you guys to stop it coming home 
Has it ever been home? Uh, I don't know. Have you ever won it? <laughs> Brilliant save. Blinding oh. save by Kashmir Schmeichel. 1966 it was home. Well, was that not the World Cup? He's right in terms of that. It, ha- it hasn't come home in this competition for us. But, yeah, we're in a great position. We're, we're two games away. So uh, it's important that our focus is on tomorrow night and about us and what we can do. And we know if we can get it right, then it, it should be enough to, to get us over the line. So, have England just got lucky reaching the last four of the Euros? No, of course they haven't. Here's Adrian Durham to tell us why. I don't understand why people are banging on about that. As soon as Croatia, Czech Republic, Germany are beaten by England, they automatically, to some people's minds, become rubbish teams. If you look at Portugal in 2016, won the Euros uh, after failing to win a game in the group with Hungary, Iceland and Poland. They then faced Croatia uh, and Wales before the final with France. So to get to the final as well, France had Romania, Albania. They drew with Switzerland. Then they knocked out Ireland, Iceland and Germany before the final. You know, I mean, were all those rubbish just because France beat them? You know, this year, Denmark have got to the semi-finals from a group with Finland, Russia and Belgium. And then knockouts versus Wales and the Czechs. So what are we saying? Denmark are no good. If I say Denmark are no good because they've had, not beaten anybody, you'll all think I'm arrogant. Infield onto the right foot. Excellent goal from Kasper Dolberg. People out there, you've lost the plot. Show some respect. So have a look at how England are playing. Now, if they've if they've got lucky, if they've been really jammy and they've been fluky goals, they've not dominated, they've not looked good, they've not played well, and they've just jammed their way through, then fine. But that's not been the case. Instead of saying, well, Germany are no good, analyse how England are playing and then decide if they're any good. Are they world beaters? Well, we don't know. They might be European beaters in a couple of games' time. We'll, we'll never know. On to the England assistant manager now, Steve Holland, or H to his friends. This is him working with G-Dog Southgate. First day you walk into the England job, what prepares you for that? There isn't anything that prepares you for that, particularly this area, the media, which is a huge area for an England manager. 50 million people with huge interest in everything that happens. Obviously, the media facilitate that. So I think he's intelligent enough to have learned on his feet, basically, in every area, number one. The second thing I would say is that he has a, a drive and desire to improve anyway. He's not one of, that, one of these guys who thinks he's cracked it, he's, you know, he's got everything, he's done. He's one that's con- continuously striving to develop himself in every area. Over now to two former three-line strikers. We'll hear from Darren Bent on the lack of rivalry within the England camp, unlike the past. But first, this is Edward Sheringham and why he's jealous of the England players getting to experience Wembley at a major tournament. It's just exciting times. Semi-final with a, a major competition at Wembley. The noise will be deafening. I'm jealous that I'm not involved in it. I can go back and picture all the people singing football's coming home before we're playing it. It's very hard to take in, but you just have that little glimpse. You know, you've got to be so focused in what you're doing, what you're there for. But, you know, you can just have a little look around the stadium and go, wow, this is what all the sacrifices were for when you were staying in on those Thursday, Friday nights for your game on a Saturday morning. You're practicing every day and then you you come into a stadium like this for a moment like this and go, wow, I don't want to impress whoever's watching here tonight. When I remember being in England squads, it never had this feel to it. Like, I don't know if it was because maybe the rivalries in terms of Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, United, it was quite fierce back then, wasn't it? But when you walk into the environment, you just don't get the sense of there's any kind of rivalry at all, even though they play for all top clubs, most of them play for the top yeah. clubs that have been competing for the biggest trophies in the world. It just feels completely different to when I was in the squad. 
Time now to hear from West Ham legend Paolo Di Canio on the White and Jordan show and why he believes England are going about the tournament the right way to win it. Maybe England, uh, maybe I, uh, I don't become now popular in England, don't play the best football in the world, but play the, the right football for win the right tournament. This is the way to win. It's the first time I think also you can, uh, you know, see this, that England really is the first team that can win these years. They have more percentage of the other. So, should we underestimate Denmark tonight? No. We'll hear from the two legends, Glenn Hoddle and George Cohen, my goodness, they are legends, on why we can't take the Danes lightly. But first, this is Adrian Durham and his lineup for tonight's match. I've gone 3 4 3, Pickford in goal, Walker, Maguire, Stones in my back three. I've gone Trippier on the right, Shaw on the left. I'm dropping Calvin Phillips. Wow. Mount and Rice are your two uh, in central midfield in the 3 4 3. So, you're going to get. You, you... You're similar to me, though. You're trying to get Mount into it, aren't you? Uh, Mount, I think, has earned that right. I think he plays so well. He's so disciplined. I wouldn't be unhappy with him in that position, but I've gone Sterling, Kane and Grealish. I think it's time to unleash Grealish. Um, he has started against the Czechs, but, you know, this is a semi-final. We need to occupy them. We need the set pieces that he's going to bring. We need to get those going like we did against the Ukraine. Grealish now, faced up by two, chips it in towards the far post and it's headed in. What a start from England. And Raheem Sterling does it again. Sterling's defensive work will counter the problem on the left-hand side. Their left wing-back Mailer is, is terrific. And I think that that's needed. We saw that against the Ukraine. When they started to dominate on that left-hand side end of the first half, Sterling moved over there and really helped uh, to stem that flow. He helped Carl Walker a lot. It's going to be a difficult game. It's not going to be an easy one, that's a certainty. We'll win by a couple of goals, say, and uh, let's hope that happens. But, uh, they were not a bad side. Free header for Delaney! And Denmark have the perfect start. And I don't think that, um, you know, you can worry other sides off. You've got to rely on your players to do as you think they should be doing, work into a plan or whatever, and that's what they've got to do. So at this moment in time, everything has, uh, has gone to plan. It's just when they're going to be asked a question, they're asked a few questions against Germany. So we're, we're, we're thinking possibly Denmark will ask a few more questions of us. And it's then that players out there on that pitch have got to stay nice and calm and, and manage that situation. So yes, we've done what we've needed to do right up until this point. You get a feeling that in the semi-final or in a final, you're going to be asked some questions at some stage and that's when the real test comes. Back now to Paolo Di Canio, who hailed West Ham midfielder Declan Rice as having the potential to be one of the world's very best. Against Ukraine and England, they didn't risk anything. But the three balls that arrived at the penalty spot, there was a rise that became the third uh, centre defender to intercept three, four balls. And then he sorted out the problem that they can become, you know, in this situation. He's a very, very good to have a rise at this time of his career, with his age, with the prospect that he can become one of the best in this position, with his physical presence, because also he's tall. So he's one of the best. On now to the other semi-final at Euro 2020, where Italy beat Spain at Wembley. This was the reaction on TalkSport. Turf in 
Christian, Roberto Mancini's team are heading into the final. It was a really great game. We're expecting Italy to, to roll into this game and dominate it. And for the first 10 minutes, we were led to believe that would be the case. Spanish done really well, got in. And the game just switched from end to end. The Spaniards just failed to find a clinical pass in the last third or a clinical finish, took their efforts too early. The Italians were threatening in behind when they had the opportunity. I think it's been a fantastic game. It has been a Euro 2020 classic here at Wembley. You saw the goal. You saw the goal in a gate. It was Morata eventually, but where he came from, driving the heart of their defence. Here is Morata, given the room to turn. Midway inside the... Morata goes all the way through and Spain have the equalising goal I think if we do get to the final I think Southgate will be looking to try and get something a foot race Sterling or whoever because we're quicker than they do even Kane I thought I felt the Spain were desperately unlucky tonight but having said that they had chances I think they are beatable they look the two centre-half look absolutely shattered come yeah. the end of it That's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app, wherever you get your podcast from. And don't forget, of course, to press that subscribe button. So, coming up today, we've got that massive semi for you at the home of football. From 6pm, it's England against Denmark for a place in the final of this year's Euros. Presented by Mark Saggers at Wembley. Commentary from Jim Proudfoot, Stuart Pearce, Sol Campbell. And analysis from Jose Mourinho. Now, our eagle-eared listeners will note that I correctly predicted the score for the Ukraine game. Come on, England. 4-0, by the way, we're going to win tonight. And the Germany match as well, where England will beat Germany by two goals to nil. So I think tonight's score, without a doubt, will be England <laughs> and Denmark. <laughs> Another prediction, I'm sure, will be bang on the money. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Euro Daily podcasts out first thing in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. Come on, England. It's coming home. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. Come on, England. Don't stop that was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.